Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? It's going pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty darn chill, actually. Mm. Yeah. It just keeps going, yeah. doesn't it? It does. It does. It keeps going and going and going and going. Um, can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you noticing any animal differences? Uh, of aminals? Aminals. Are you noticing any differences? Uh, yes. There are 1,100 million rabbits. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I, I'm noticing a lot more in louder birds. I'm yep. noticing much more aggressive raccoons. Oh, interesting. I've had two raccoon encounters in the last two days. <laughs> really? Yep. Tell me more. Well, uh, uh, you know, we're very into projects right now. We're improving our space. Mm-hmm. We're cleaning Good. things. We're cle- re-cleaning things. A lot yeah. of our projects involve tidying, you know, improvements, these kinds sure. of things. Order, right? order. Right. I, order well, I mean, I have, I have a topic here to potentially talk about, which I'm uh, calling uh, controlling space. Okay. There's a lot of space controlling going on right now. Okay. Um, okay. So one of our projects, I think I might have mentioned to you, is we're, we're, uh, we've got an area out back we call the, the Yarden. You've been in the Yarden. You've been sure, uh, videotaped in the Yarden. Many it's, times. It's kind of a yard and kind of a garden. And uh, every few years we go through and we kind of like do like a project. So we've been doing a project, especially the kid and me, where we're uh, making this kind of white trash heaven in our backyard. I know we don't say that are anymore. You, are, you, are you doing what we used to do, which is sit back there and smoke cigars together? And uh... Not as much as I'd like. I wait till she goes to bed now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got a fire pit. We've got, we got solar powered like fairy lights. We've got those those uh, those boomer lights that make a path. We stick them in the ground, and you get a path made out of solar lights. Yep, yep. And so we've been doing a lot of that. And one thing we do with our fire pit is, uh, you know, you make s'mores. Sure. So we made some s'mores, and of course, because of the uh, pandemic, you, you can't be picky. You know, you want the jumbos. You'll set them for the mediums, but sometimes you get the minis. So we got mini you marshmallows. Take- yeah, you take whatever you can. Many marshmallows are hard to do for a s'more, and so we're having to use technology. Long story short, we had left uh, some, some uh, really, she's there for the chocolate and the marshmallows. Sometimes the graham cracker gets left behind, sometimes some mini marshes. And uh, I heard the dogs next door go, whoa, 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 whoa. I look out, and there's this undeterred raccoon just just going ham on some fucking marshmallows in the backyard. Yeah. I was like, you'll see that every day. Okay. Uh, I think that's kind of cool. Last Exciting. night, we were getting ready. As I mentioned, we're cleaning. We had a, a junk pickup today. No, no contact. No contact junk pickup. Of course not. Of course not. But I'm down in the garage, and I made what I call Garbage Island, which is when I put all the trash in the middle of the garage and then use duct tape to make a big square around it and an arrow to indicate for the touchless pickup, this is Garbage Island. Please take all this away. I can see it perfectly in my mind, and you're very wise to eliminate all... Opportunity for doubt. If it's inside the box, it's Garbage Island. Garbage Island. And I I appreciate you saying that because I feel like this is one of the things, as a middle-aged man, I'm not appreciated for, is Mm. the the elegance with which I disambiguate in life. It's wonderful because uh, so many times, just in recent memory, I I uh, I can think of two instances where someone was meant to take some things to the dump or the goodwill and they took more or different things than they were intended to. 
Yes, and, and that can be a real tragedy. A point they keep returning to in making of a murderer is not only is this bad because this guy went to jail for something he didn't do, but the corollary is that while he was in jail for the thing he didn't do, guess what? There's another guy out there that keeps doing the bad stuff because they think they got their guy. Right? That's the yes. problem with, so that's why you make Garbage Island. It is important that you take these things, and it's perhaps even more important you not take these things. Uh huh. And as a consequence, I'll send you a photo. I made Garbage Island. I'm down there last night. Let's be honest, I had some drinks, but I'm finishing things up. I'm finishing things up, getting ready for the pickup this morning. The window is between 9 and 11, and I want Garbage Island to be, to be perfect. I turn around, and the garage door is open, and there's a Big fucking raccoon just eyeballing me from about three feet away. The hell you say? What he time is of day is this? Undeterred. What time of day is this? This is at uh, probably 8.30 p.m. Pacific oh, time. so this is that's prime raccoon hour. <laughs> you know it, baby. Yep, 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 yep. That's, uh, so he's and, like, he, he's like you, you're the uh, marshmallow guy, aren't you? Oh, I know hey. you, Johnny Marshmallow. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm your neighbor. <laughs> hey, buddy, <laughs> you're uh, you're the guy with the graham crackers. Can I borrow a cup of garbage from Garbage Island? <laughs> I am oh, wait, no, is there food garbage in Garbage Island? Sure. I mean, it's all. First of all, I don't want to get too detailed, but there's the Garbage Island is kind of is constituted by many elements. It's like Walt Whitman contains multitudes uh-huh. it's got three giant contractor bags of trash from my uh, office because as you know i don't have trash pickup and i have to deal with that we also have <clears throat> many 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 boxes most of which i've broken down which they appreciate and compliment me for yeah they're, 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 the, the 800 junk guys are very glad handy but i guess what i'm trying to say is that uh this is to my knowledge the first time and i, I use my garage and uh, yeah. this is the first time we got a raccoon quite this close and quite this undeterred. I think it might be a mama. There are families in the park where the Confederate uh, soldiers are, you know, across sure. the street. And, uh, sure. and they got babies and they cross the street and they go, da, 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 da. you see them cross the street together. It's really cute. Yeah, and, well, this is, uh, a, you know, this is a baby raccoon season, too. It's spring. All the babies. All the babies. Is that a fact? So they got, they got yeah, mouths? You say they got mouths to feed. That's exactly right. There's babies everywhere now. This is high babies, baby time. That's why I'm I'm seeing so many rabbits, too. Babies everywhere. I I mean, I'm not about to be one of these dorks that goes, oh, the earth is healing. You know, it's cool that they have less pollution in in Los Angeles. It's interesting that oil is $3 a barrel as we record this. That's pretty interesting. Uh (laughs) Um, But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'm not the only person who noticed this. Now, I'm prepared to say that there is some kind of a cognitive bias here, which is that maybe I just didn't notice birds before. Hmm. Mm hmm. That's my favorite Bright Eyes album, Notice Birds. Um, uh, and so anyway, I just want to put that out to you because you it seems to me, John Roderick, that you are a person who notices aminals. You yes. interact with aminals. Yes. You have your relationship or lack of relationship with animals has caused you uh, unease at times. You've had to deal you, well, well, I mean, if that if that were really hmm. an apopossum. That had been mm-hmm. down in your in your uh, in your in your den. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you know no, that no. Story? I mean, remember if, that uh, story? Sure. If the, the one time, uh, if that one time had... you didn't get up to see if it was an animal or a ghost. The one yeah. time you did not <laughs> rouse out of bed on your yeah. disgusting purple mattress. Rouse I out of bed, dash, put, throw up the shutter, and pitch in the sash. 
Yes. Tara has down the stairs to find the ghost or a possum. Yeah. One time. One time. And then they took your iPad. If it, um, if it, uh, if that raccoon had mounted the stairs, I think I would have a very different feeling about it than that it was standing in the in the driveway, basically. I tried to get you a know, photo, just, but I think he was a little camera shy. Yeah. He or she. Now, oh, I'm sorry. They, they, they were very close. And here's what I'm trying to say to you, John Roderick. And I, here's my cognitive bias that I am willing to reveal is maybe I just didn't notice birds before. I think I noticed birds. I noticed birds and burbs and borbs. I'm very tuned into the fauna of my neighborhood. There's a savanna cat you see sometimes. Anyhow, mm. I guess I'm just asking you because you do have this deep connection with animals. Mm. Like, like, a, like a Franciscan. And so mm-hmm. uh, do you have any thoughts on this? It, let me, can you let tie me, this in? Tie this into the seasons as you're doing here with these babies. Let me recommend a thing. Okay. Uh, today, sometime, um, go lay in your backyard. Is there a place you can lay down? Is there a picnic table or a um, or some other kind of? Would, would, a, would a hammock work? Oh, a hammock. That would be perfect. <laughs> okay. A hammock. Yeah. I got, I got to sweep uh, off all the leavings. You know, things fall on there. But I sweep that off, and I very gingerly get in. I'm not a hammock man. I, I am not. My body, I do not have a body made for hammocks, but I will sometimes force myself to relax. Go back there, lay in the hammock. Go lay in the hammock. Mm-hmm. Uh, close your eyes. Can quiet, I be listening to quiet. a podcast? No. Okay. No. Quiet your uh, quiet your mind. Shh. I know. I know. Already, <laughs> already, already this is an uphill battle. <laughs> Let's ride bikes. <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and here's, but there's an activity. There's okay. an activity right, to right. this. Okay, ready, ready. All right, now add a. If you if you let your ears, just kind of start to take it all in. You're taking it in. Here's what you're doing. You're okay, taking take, it in. Step one. Take, via, step one. Hammock. Step two. Take it in. Right. You're via, via your ears. So it's like you're looking out at a beautiful vista, which I know you can stand to do for. Between three and thirty seconds. I'll listen to the first five seconds. <laughs> now you're gonna, now you're gonna take it in with your ears. Now okay. what you're gonna start to hear is you're gonna start to hear that from your hammock, even in your own backyard, you can hear aminals all around, in the near and in the far. You can hear far animals. You can Are hear you near. Sure animals. about that. Mm-hmm. Now the fact that San Francisco is a lot quieter right now just is going to give you access to to a, a deeper layer of aminals. Okay. But what you're going to hear is you're going to start to hear, you can hear insects. Whoa. You can hear This birds. isn't just DTs. No. I'll hear a rustling. <laughs> no. Okay. You'll hear, you'll hear a bustle in your hedgerow. <laughs> don't be alarmed now. No, don't be alarmed. Okay, stay focused. I got it. So you, you'll... <laughs> You'll, you're going to hear a hum. You're going to hear a background hum, which is the city still still living and breathing. Uh-huh. But you're going to hear things, tweet, 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 all this little stuff. And then you're going to hear. I've been noticing more bumblebees. We've had more bumblebees yeah. lately. Little bees, little bees, little 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 floaters, little flitters. You're going to hear things that are like, what the hell is that? And you're going to realize that the entire time that we're just walking around all the time, there is a cacophony of sound happening Whoa. from all of our little little friends that are living. So They're making so much noise, in fact. Really? That it is insane when you finally hear it. 
because you're like, how am I not, how am I not registering that this is happening? It's the loudest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, except, you know, a city is, has a thrum, like a, there's the, there's this. Sub- oh yeah. There's a something noise. hurts. There's a something hurts tone. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the city also has just like a, like a static white noise kind of <laughs> happening all the time. Okay. But you're going to, I think, and this is one of the nice things about everything being shut down, you're going to have access to a little bit. Now, some of our listeners who are out in the prairies mm-hmm. or whatever, they know about this because yeah. they can't help it. Every time they can't hear themselves think out there for all the little things chattering at them. Sure. But, uh, but you know, and the thing is, I, I live here close to the airport, so... But the thing is, no, there are no, there are no planes right now. So I'm hearing all kinds of stuff. I'm hearing faraway crows talking to, talking to other faraway crows. You can, you can hear, you can hear the conversation. You can hear conversations. You can hear them. You can hear, Damn. you can hear faraway crows, and then realize that near crows also can hear them, and know what they're saying. Oh, it's you know you, you see three crows and they're like bark bark and you're like yeah they're talking but there are faraway crows talking and they're talking loud enough that these crows can hear them so that must be for a reason right mm-hmm. whales aren't making oh, it's sort of like that cocktail making, party phenomenon where you hear your name even though you mm-hmm. weren't paying attention to that you know again nice distinction listening versus hearing this is the thing when a crow finds a cheeto mm-hmm. coming through the rye. <laughs> Hmm? And that crow goes. Hmm? The, so if, 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 you, caw. if you watch a, a crow find a Cheeto, I'm not suggesting you do this. <laughs> but if you watch if you watch a crow find a Cheeto, the crow makes no attempt to alert other crows to <laughs> a Cheeto. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The, the Cheeto, the crow, and the Cheeto. The crow is the crow is uh, focused on the Cheeto, but not on his friends. Mm-hmm. But if a crow finds a field of Cheetos. Mm-hmm. How fast does it take for there to be 400 crows there? Do you think the other crows are just saying, let him have it? For the one Cheeto. One Cheeto. But if there's a field field of Cheetos. Cheetos, Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the crow goes, and the other crow goes, and there's 500 crows can hear that. Oh, uh, I see. I see field of Cheetos. Pass it on. Yeah, and they're like, whoa, drop what you're doing. Did you hear that? And it's it's like they're there instantly, right? Huh. But all the little critters are doing that all the time. So I think just laying in your hammock and trying to listen to the insects, you will be you will be astonished. It's like a I'm gonna do this. Like I'm gonna symphony. do this today. Literally, literally yeah. today I'm gonna go to the yard and, and I'm gonna lay in that hammock. I'm gonna settle my mind. I'm gonna turn yeah. off the podcast, take out take out the AirPods, and I'm just gonna That's I'm right. gonna listen listen for the crows, the Cheetos, the bumblebees. Um, and the thing is as you listen, so at first you're gonna hear them. Right? And you're gonna be mm-hmm. like, I hear them. Yes. But then as you listen more, you hear the layers of them, and you realize you're hearing layers of sophistication in communication, like things that are... You play something for a baby, the the baby knows there's music playing. The baby listens a little bit more, gets a little more sophisticated, and goes, oh, that's Mozart. And then eventually they'll know that's, uh, that's, uh, what's his name, Neville Chamberlain, Neville Mariner, They'll yeah, know specifically Neville that was Neville Cha- Cha- Chamberlain uh, playing, mm-hmm. playing, uh, you know, see the layers. It's all the same music, right? but you have the ears to hear. Precisement. Ah, uh, you know, it's really true. Yeah. It, it it's going to be great. I think it's great. Yeah. But I think it's good that the animals are out there. They seem like they're doing mm-hmm. fine. 
And, then, and again, now I, again, I'm not trying to be this particular guy, but you do see more and more photos of like coyotes in weird places. There are definitely way fewer automobiles, mostly going oh, around. Yeah. There's fewer people going around. And what do you yeah. think, as somebody who's an ammonologist, how do you think the change over the last month or so is impacting the aminal kingdom? So listen, I'm the baby, they're the Mozart. What are, mm-hmm. what are they the baby of? Is anything changing for them? Are, am, John, am I imagining this? Are there more aminals doing more things? Or am I just hearing with ears that a baby can't have? No, I think that, I think it's too short term for aminals to truly be uh like venturing back into chernobyl you know um Mm -hmm. but i think the normal amount of aminals exploring which aminals do Mm -hmm. i think that amount of exploring they're just gonna start exploring more confidently because there aren't people trying to run them down all the time you know Mm -hmm. they're just we're seeing them out because that's what they would normally be doing if they could even manage to get across that street. Yeah, and just to be clear, and to assuage a friend of the show, uh, John Sarkou, I am not calling this evolution. Not yet. No, no, no. no. But, here, That's but not let me how give you an example. Works, that you, okay, well, you know about spiders, for example. You, do you know from spiders? I feel like you do. Sure. And you know I'm, me you and know, ants, okay? I'm you and living, spiders, I'm, I'm giving you the two fingers right here. That's me and ants. Um, when do we get the oh, ants? Really? You get the ants when it rains. Why? The rain comes down and it makes water. And all the slugs and ants say, okay, we've got to pull up stakes and move to higher ground. The snails and slugs often do not fare very well. I don't, do you get snails and slugs when it rains because they get, they get flushed out? Yes. Same here with sugar ants. You get what are called a sugar ant. You get a San Francisco little sugar ant. And they, yeah. as I've said before, they make it all the way up to the third floor when it's raining. And you could tell within a day or two of torrential rain, the ants are checking stuff out. That is not evolution. That is adaptation. Ah, adaptation. That is not evolution that I'm aware of. It might be evolution on on an infinite time scale blue ocean. What I'm saying right. here is, right, could that be what we're seeing here? Which is these are, these are aminals uh, of opportunity. Of uh, to uh, all all credit to John Thirkusa, who has explained this to us at many times. Mm-hmm. I think what you, what we're waiting for is evolution, which is going to happen probably in the next year or so, where uh, raccoons are going to evolve. It takes a couple to, generations, is what you're saying. It takes at least a year or two okay, for okay. raccoons to evolve to be able to live in live in a in a, in a marshmallow economy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> To uh, you know, to learn how to use toll booths, you know, like it's it it it, it passes down okay. from mother to baby. I understand that it's more right. than stealing your Cheetos. It's it's yeah. reclaiming your Cheetos. It could be they're also stealing your pin when you use the ATM. They're gonna, it's possible that that raccoon was looking at you, trying to see if it could, if you were going to use your pin, if it could look over your shoulder and see He's your password. He's looking at me, iPhone. saying, "Look at this guy over here. We got no soup. He has right. certain raccoon expectations that I am happy to oblige, but I will that be undeterred from stealing his pin or 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 visiting Garbage Island." And then, and then that mm-hmm. information will be passed via evolution. The hundred monkey throws the clam yes. off the cliff. Precisely. Precisely. So, uh, but I do feel like, uh, I feel like, I feel like the world is changing big and small. There, there's, there's like, there's a, a four layers of, uh, that we, can, that we can talk about this. And the problem is that, that, uh, there are, there are a few layers 
at which this is really a tragedy for a lot of people. And I'm not even talking about people that get the sickness and die, but like there's, there's right. a lot of tragedy associated with what's happening right now. I keep thinking about, but, I keep thinking about Stuart Wellington from the flop house and how he and his wife own two bars in, in Brooklyn. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's and, certainly and, not the same as getting sick and getting, <laughs> uh, getting intubated and everything, but there's a, no. there's a lot of sadness. There's a as my friend, John used to, uh, John Lambert used to say, there's still a lot of grenades rolling around. We're still in such a yeah. state of shock that we're not even going to get to how sad this is for a few months. That's right. And and maybe for maybe for a few years. But the but there is so much opportunity here. I agree. And I totally agree. If the uh, we need to be able to separate and and like so much stuff in modern life, we need to be able to acknowledge like yes, there's a lot of tragedy here and we need to adjust our response and our expectations to both be aware of it, to accommodate it, but we really need to take this opportunity. It's an incredible opportunity. I, John, I know you don't listen to podcasts. This is all I'm talking about on the, all the shows. Is I know, Good. I know it sounds privileged. It sounds nuts. But like, yes, I- embrace the sadness. Embrace the very strong emotions that are happening right now. It's it's all right to cry. It gets the sad out of you. Raindrops from your eyes. But alongside that, God damn it, look for the opportunity. Opportunity well, to change your sleep, your diet, mm. your exercise, your uh, your yarden. Mm. Right? Your yarden. Change your yarden. Why wouldn't you use this time? You could go and start a site with Squarespace. <coughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash supertrain. There are so many things that you can do with Squarespace, but... It really all comes down to making a new home for yourself on the web. Squarespace is going to let you make the new website that changes your game. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog or publish other kinds of content. You can sell products and services of all kinds. You could promote your physical or online business, and you can even announce an upcoming event or a special project. Squarespace does all this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online. Gives you the ability to customize the look and feel, settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Click, 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 boom, website, out the door. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. And one thing I love, uh, when you're on the pages uh, making your content, you can see what it would look like on different devices. Click, 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 boom, Squarespace. They have a new way to buy domains. You can choose from over 200 domain name extensions. They have analytics that help you grow in real time. Built-in search engine optimization. Free and secure hosting with nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Plus, they have 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. Make it yourself. Easily create a website by yourself. And, you know, could there even be a better time? What else are you going to do right now? You can listen to podcasts. You can do dishes. And you could make a Squarespace site. So here's what you do. You go to squarespace.com slash supertrain. Get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use that offer code supertrain. That's going to save you 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. I would say just go and buy both. You, you, you could be like in, in this racket in about 15, 20 minutes. Boom, 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 click Squarespace. That's a freebie. They can have that. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. And uh, that uh, when's a better time is what I'm asking. You get a new mattress for crying out loud. <laughs> Here, but, but, I'm, but also at the societal level, we've been, we have wanted there, there, there are five things that we have been agitating for for the last half a decade. You know, since the since the left became 
you know, in, in a lot of ways, credit to Bernie Sanders since the left became energized, the 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 real left became energized, the non <laughs> left of neoliberal, yeah, you know. yeah, the the left that isn't Democrats. <laughs> And, I hate and, that and, left so much right now. I hate it. But you know, started I can't even talking watch about, Parks and Rec anymore. There's too much Joe Biden love. It makes me crazy. Don't, don't do it. But so much, you know, so much now kind of awareness of things like universal income, mm-hmm. health care, you know, like universal health care, uh, and, and, and just a general social awareness that, um, that, uh, that, that in, the inequality is now to the point where it is it has become a caustic drag on progress you know like there's yeah. not well and also let's be honest there's lots of shit happening now that's finally affecting white people of means and it's because our society does not have the infrastructure to do even the basic shit anymore it's all held together with you know <clears throat> a little bit of gorilla tape and spit but no i totally i totally agree with you it's no longer insane to think that the things that we want are insane and so i i have this I have this kind of like, uh, you know, sometimes I go for a long walk and I think about, uh, I think in terms of an essay that I'm writing, I'm not actually writing an essay. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking in terms of someone who, if they did write essays, would be writing an essay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'll walk for several hours. I'll write a very, what I think is pretty good essay. And then I'm then having written it in my mind, I won't need to write it mm-hmm. on the page. So it was the, the ultimate form of self-publishing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Total Vanity Press. Yeah, I, mind blog. I, I published it on. I published it on uh, <laughs> Sub Medium. Hey guys. Uh, but my my essay, mm-hmm. the essay I'm working on is this. I feel like the people that are agitating to open the country, mm-hmm. whatever their political stripe is, whatever their motivation is. I feel like I can say one thing fairly confidently, and that is that none of them are introverts. And I don't know, I know for a fact that there are redneck introverts, mm-hmm. ton, tons of them. But I think that there is something about introversion and being a redneck that are kind of, uh, that, the, that those two Venn diagrams don't overlap completely. Interesting. Okay. Or, or, or even a lot, right? Like, the more, I, I mean, like I say, I feel like introverts are across a, a spectrum of all humanity. But I think, you know, if you've got a lot of introversion, you maybe tend to drift away from a whole lot of demonstrative redneckism. Mm-hmm. Not sure about that. I'm still working on that theory. They call but, it the, the myth of the lonely hillbilly. <laughs> right. <clears throat> but in in the in the the white collar middle class world that I inhabit, I'm realizing that the extroverts, God bless them, mm-hmm. they want to get back. Mm-hmm. They want the world to start up again. Well, you took away you took away their three dollar crude oil. They don't have the energy source that they need. The the thing that drives them, which is that exposure to other people in one way or another, right? Right. And you, they isn't also, this your definition? The definition that changed the game for me was when you said that you realize you're an introvert because, I've, my, my paraphrasing, tell me your version, but what I remember is something along the lines of um, how much do you draw energy from other people versus how much energy is drained by other people? And, and you had, well, there's even a term you came up with. What, what's the middle, what's the, what's the thing that we are where we like people to a point and then we need to get away? What's that called? 
Uh, I, I'm not. I don't remember. But you're right. I think, you came, you're, I think I feel like you came up with a term for this. But like, I I am super like you know when I go to ugh, my late lamented comics meetups at the comic store that's gone now. But when I would go, yeah. I'm like, you know what? For three hours, you could just you could tear me apart like a dog. Like I'm just oh, gonna yeah. we're gonna hang out. We're gonna get into it. We could do finger stuff. Like, yep, whatever you yep, want to yep. do is fine. You want to take a photo, that's great. If you want me to sign your kid, I would be happy to do that. But then at a certain point, I'm going to bounce. And you know how yes. fucking hard I can bounce. Oh, you didn't see you me bounce. leave. You didn't see me arrive. You didn't see me leave. Nope. What door did he use? I don't know. <laughs> no is one, there a There trap wasn't even door? a door in that part of the room. Is this the no. prestige? Are there two of him? Are there none yeah. of him? There's so I many do, questions. Do, uh, every year I do at least one public event with you, Merlin, and you are so good at it. You turn and to gesture and say, bounce, have you met my what? Whoa, he where did he go? But here's the thing about, uh, here's what I, the extroverts are not the problem. And the problem with the introverts is that we think extroverts are the problem. The problem with extroverts is that they don't think about introverts at all. But introverts <laughs> are all... a madman type situation. Right. <laughs> introverts are always uh-huh. thinking that extroverts are the problem because they are the problem for introverts. And in this situation, the extroverts don't see why we wouldn't want to what? Oh, I'm sorry. The extroverts, what they, uh, the smart extroverts realize we have to sequester. We have to still be in quarantine. Yeah. Even though, even but, though it, it pains me, I know that this is important, right? Yeah. They know that that's true and they are prepared to go the distance. They are prepared to do what it takes, put the masks on all the things, you know, they, they are, they are, the extroverts are wonderful, smart extroverts, but they want to resume normal life. And what is what the introverts are saying, I think pretty universally, is wow, this is great. And we're not allowed to say that you're not allowed to say and that. I, and I want this all the time. Now, these things that have happened in the last month and a half that have that have transformed our culture, mm-hmm. I would like to keep a lot of them if Nobody's that's possible. allowed Please. to make demands of me. Right. right. Nobody's. Uh, I am no longer compelled to hew to your idea about how we should interact with some right. of the rules. It's not all over, but it is in, in the name uh, to 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 uh, to quote our wonderful Seattle show. It is a game changer in the sense mm. of there is a pretty hard reset on expectations that is very appealing to me. So here's <clears throat> here was here's my essay. The extroverts are going to go back. They're going to start up the world again. Yeah. If they they have to. It's what they it's it's who they are. And the world runs by them kind of or always did. It always did. The world always A lot of our them. economy is based on extroversion. They get out there, they do their thing, they're they're shucking and jiving, they're they're selling things. They're like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, "Hey, let's You know what? Let's hop on a call. They're doing stuff." Oh, yeah, or like, "Let's want to see you on the street. Why don't we stop and talk for a while?" Yeah, you know what they're doing? They're bringing in bouquets of with mylar balloons in them that say "Happy Anniversary." Oh, they I are going to have. They are on their way to work right now with a with the backseat of their car filled with mylar balloons that say "Welcome Back." I cake for the conference room. Yeah, they're just so excited about. Uh huh. Here's yeah. Here's the difference. Extroverts can have the world. They can have it. The introverts now, there needs to be an introvert liberation movement, and here's why. 
because the introverts don't have to go back. Hmm. The white collar tech introverts who are working from home right now and doing fine don't have to go back. And when their boss sends that email that says, okay, the office is opening back up and we're going back to work, they don't have to. They can write that email, and I feel like this is on the this is on the level of a national rent strike. Introverts need to say, I'm not going back to work. Oh, across this line, you do not. We are all staying home. Those of us who want to stay home now Whoa. can, because it's been proved <clears throat> that we can. Yeah, It's proved now that we can continue to do our white-collar jobs and not go to not go into the office. So in or go in one day a week. And if the introverts stage this protest, and it isn't a protest that's trying to uh, uh, shut down the world. It's just a protest trying to say the 30% of us that don't want to go to work and are <laughs> we just want to bang on our drum all day. <laughs> <laughs> but we're more productive at home. Uh-huh. Our, yes. our mental health, our mental health is better at home. I'm sleeping like a baby. We don't. I've never don't, slept as well in my adult life. Just because I know need, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna send me a passive aggressive email. You send me a passive aggressive email making a demand. You can suck a bag of nuts, my friend. Yeah, suck a bag of nuts. Yeah. Now, now, if that thirty percent of white collar introverts does not go back to Earth, or I'm sorry, does not go back to their Earth. <laughs> I, did right. I say Earth? You did. did I say Earth? I'm in town. Yeah. Whatever. No, I know. I knew. I knew what you meant. Yeah. If they don't go back to, to Earth, their Earth, to the, who's ever Earth, Terra ter, ter, ter extra version. Yeah. We just took thirty percent of the pollution out of the equation. Thirty percent of the traffic out of the equation. Dry cleaning. Thirty percent of the dry cleaning. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah. You, 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 no, just no. well, I mean, like, just, just the, how much less I have to pick my kid up at school, how much less I spend a hundred and twenty dollars a week on Lyft to get my kid back from school. I it's, miss that not a bit. No, it's astonishing, and ultimately that means that offices in in cities can downsize. Right, my. Uh, like they can contract, so it's they're just little hubs of extroverts, then and, and all of that downtown real estate now can be converted into housing, or it can be converted into uh, taekwondo gyms. Oh my god! You could teach Krav Maga, or they could be slurries for Super Train. You could repurpose so much space. We don't need all this. Repurpose. Nobody likes the open office, John. Nobody likes oh, that. This is a closed be, office. This is the opportunity to fully start to transition to electric vehicles. Holy shit! Because. Who loves electric vehicles more than extroverts? And um, if we're ta- at, at Bagley Jr. If we're taking this many cars off the road, yes. Well, let's just keep taking them off the road. Let's just take them all off the road. You're saying it's like a snowball. Like this, the start, this started out a month ago as a little sad snowball of sadness, mm-hmm. and it's been rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep those snowballs rolling, and now we're yeah. in a situation where the thirty percent want to be heard, but not a lot. And if we start to recognize that the economy really is a really is like kind of a fantasy, right? Like it's kind of a there's an awful lot of the economy that is just busy, like frantic, busy work, hyperventilating, busy work Mm -hmm. that that in a way 
is the the work is not what matters. What matters is that we keep people busy and that they earn money and that, that and that they, they think stay. and that they continue to believe because of that not inertia but that um, what's the opposite of inertia the uh, you know snowballing. Momentum momentum that they think it's very necessary it must continue to feel necessary and it's it's the same thing that cities realize when they figure out that if you have a population of chronic alcoholics and you just build a building and house them there and give them 20 ounces of beer an hour (laughs) it ends up being cheaper for the city by a factor of four just build then houses. Just build houses. <clears throat> Quit screwing around. Stop destroying tent trash. Make 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 little houses for people. Put them in a hotel right now. It's so much cheaper than running them in and out of uh, of uh, emergency rooms and jails. There was a guy in the Castro. There's an article. This is I went back and found this a while back, and it's a very sad story. But at the time, it was quite shocking. There's one guy in the Castro uh, with pretty extreme uh, schizophrenia, and pretty much every time this, this guy would sleep in a doorway, as you do, and every time the police dealt with this guy, it became a biohazard because he would throw. Yeah. He was bloody. He was covered with pee and poop. He would throw pee and poop at everybody, and every time they and so basically. Basically, any time someone had to basically say, uh, "Can you can you get out of the doorway, please?" and thank you, it was a, it cost ten thousand dollars. <laughs> right, right. Get the man a room. Get the man a room. Get him a room and give him his beer. But this is true of this is this is the same. I think the same revelation that we will have when we realize, <clears throat> you know what? A lot of the work that is getting done doesn't need to get done, mm-hmm. and it's cheaper to give people a universal basic income than it is to have them drive in to town every day to do this work to survive. Because the work is just, you know, it's like my dad, when I said, I'm taking your car, and he was like, I got places to go. And I was like, where? Well, the car mechanic. You know, he's... He's yes. he's going to the classic extra classic extroversion. Yeah, he needs the car. Why? Uh-huh. Well, he's got to go to the mechanic. Yeah, the ends justify like the wheels. There's at least thirty percent of our economy that's just that. Oh, sing it, right? sister. Yes. yes. And so if if we can take that away and replace it with just a sense of like, look, there's an awful lot of wealth in this country, and this uh, this disease is going to let, let's even say that we. That let's just say uh, the disease is a proxy, but the disease is what's going to allow us to see the scales are going to fall from our eyes. They're doing it yes. already. Yes. You, this how morning, can you? How can you not? Right? How can you not? After years and years of what's the cliche that everybody knows? Oh my God! Why are we having this meeting? Couldn't this have been an email? And then you get the email, maybe, because <laughs> you're evolving as a person. You say, "Did this even? Did this even need to be an email?" Right. Why did I get this email? Couldn't this have just been... Well, because that's the, the job. It's one person's job to send the email, and it's another person's job to get the email and go, hmm, that's very interesting. This morning I woke up, I, I, I came out mm-hmm. into the house. No one was here. Hmm. It, was, it was the middle of the morning. It's not a time when no one <laughs> Time enough at last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all the, all the cars were running in the streets, and no one was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The rapture. <laughs> 
so I'm getting my, you know, I'm stirring my coffee. I'm, I'm, I'm writing up some long division problems for my daughter. And I, I real, I did some research on Common Core, and I realized that they really are doing math a completely different way. Absolutely I, different way. The number lines, really, number lines change. I don't know if you're doing number lines and number stories, but oh yeah. my god, it's, it's. I look at it and I'm like, what in the fuck are you doing? Why are you making a drawing instead of doing this difficult long division? Why is that a drawing? Well, well and here's the thing. I don't understand it. I'm not qualified to teach it, and so I, but I. I feel like learning math that way and learning math the old way aren't incompatible. It's the same math. Not right? at it's all. Like, you my, gotta, my, out you of gotta, the box, my kids' estimation abilities are... I told you, I wasn't. it wasn't until I was in college that somebody taught me how to calculate a tip by taking this number and making it and that number. Do that, double that, yeah. You take the tax in Florida anyway. You, I think it was, you take the tax and double it or whatever. Take but the tax like, and double it. Or just even like the 20% of this. And you go like, oh, but, or, or like, so I only learned recently that what is it? 20% of four is the same as 4% of 20. Like there's all these crazy tricks I never, my kid's estimation skills are nuts. I don't understand yeah. what the fuck she's doing, but she is wired for a world of algebra in a way that I never was. And I, I, and- I, I, I was resistant because it's wrong. It seemed well, it's, wrong. It's, it's it's wonderful. I'm not fighting it anymore, but mm-hmm. I but I'm also not. I also can't teach it. And so this morning I was like, "Look, I don't know what to tell you here. Um, I want you to write uh, ten three digit numbers." And she was like, "Okay." So she wrote ten three digit numbers, and I said, "Now I want you to write uh, ten uh, one or two digit numbers and divide the three digit numbers by the the one two digit numbers." Go. I'll be downstairs doing my podcast. And she was like, ah, and I was like, I, you know, like we're homeschooling now. So here's, here's what we're doing. We're just like, we're on a space station and daddy's going to do what he can do. Mm -hmm. And we're memorizing our times tables. Now, maybe common core says don't memorize your times tables, but I don't see how it hurts. And we can go back to common core math in the fall. And if they're like, you don't know how to, you don't know how to put haystacks together. It's like, you can learn that. You can learn that. Does it also fly in the face of the Montessori, do you wonder? Uh, who knows? Who knows? And I'm not even worried about it anymore. Good. Okay. Okay. But just I, checking. But, just checking. Mm-hmm. But I came out this morning. No one was here. And I was walking around and I was like, okay, all right. This is interesting. And then they both come in, uh, mother and daughter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, where were you guys? You know, it's not it's not normal. And uh, and uh, mom takes, a, uh, takes her earbud out and says, I realized that... I don't have to be sitting at my little desk if I'm on a conference call. Mm-hmm. I just put my ear. They don't have to see me. Oh, that's, my, that's my, my wife's day. I just walk in and there's like a bunch of little little things on a screen and she's muted and she's like, yeah, it's another one of yeah. conference calls. But she said, I put my I don't have to be at in. my desk pretending that this is the work. No, I, I went on. She said, I walked. I just walked four miles at, while, uh, while uh, Marla rode her bike alongside me Aww. and i was on a conference call the entire time i love everything about i love everything about this john i was like what well this is a we just i we didn't just know i was up. allowed to do this and i'm totally yeah. allowed to do this we just uh, leveled up opportunity right opportunity game changed opportunity why the fuck are we even why we the were fuck like a week ago we were working from home yeah. now we're working from a walk whoa how long before we're working from a ski lift how long before we're working from an off world Whoa. It doesn't matter. And, and the when, thing is, and, I know as we notice these things, the work itself starts to change. We're going to, we're going to cut away so much of the fat from this bullshit. Oh my God. 
So here's my here's my paper though. Uh, oh, this is your the essay. Pro- this is your essay. The problem is okay that this falls to the introverts. The extroverts are not even going to think of this. It's not on their radar because they don't think about introverts. It's, it's not in their it's not in their makeup. No, they don't believe introverts exists. Exist. <laughs> they think they're a myth. <laughs> like an or- they do. Like a female or they're orgasm. just like yeah. they're like it's it's like it's like everybody it's like it's like wh- when uh, when dumbasses think about chronic pain they're like ah you're just a malingerer right that everything an introvert says like I don't want to go the extrovert says what's your problem it's yeah. gonna be fun why don't why don't you what's just stop pro- why don't you just stop procrastinating you know that kind yeah. of thing and so, so, why don't why don't you just is but, such but, a dangerous way to begin any <laughs> sentence. <laughs> but introverts cannot ever expect extroverts to truly understand. Nope. nope right? Nope. They're never going to understand. Nope. We just need to seize the moment. Seize the moment. The, pr- the Car- problem with moment. introverts. Mm-hmm. Carpe moment. Mm-hmm. The, uh, an additional problem with introverts, and let me tell you, there are an awful lot, and I can elucidate them all. But one additional problem is introverts aren't very good at organizing, right? It's not a th- we're we are not the ones marching on Washington because it's antithetical to what we want to be doing. You guys march on Washington, yeah. Like, why don't you stop handle- procrastinating? Why don't you get organized? Why aren't you a potted fern? But if we don't do this, mm-hmm. if the introverts do not unite and realize our power and insist that we will not go back we're going to lose the moment we're not only we're going to lose the moment but we will be the we will be the ones that are criminal because we're going to slunk back to work bitter like as i started to think about this the people on the roads that suck we think of the people on the roads that suck as these aggro like screamers. But I think a lot of the people that suck on the roads are introverts that don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And so they're passive aggressively just doing everything 10% shittier. You know, the, the extroverts are driving by like beep, beep with mm-hmm. the back of their car full of Mylar balloons. Well, I'm on my way to a work party. It's the introverts that are like, <laughs> classic extrovert uh, bullshit. Yeah. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Hey. Uh, yeah, but you're saying we're the ones. So uh, someone's like, oh, it's been a month since I've been allowed to go to Stonebush 2. Still stumbling. Uh, what happened to my, my local pub is closed. You're killing the economy with your introversion. Yeah. Is that what's going to happen? No, 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 no. Because the introverts are going to say, uh-huh, uh-huh. as we are so, as we're so good at doing, hey, extroverts. Go on with your bad selves. Like, yeah. open your Irish bars again. Okay. And okay. have your work parties. But we are, and the thing is, we can, we can care, we can posit this a thousand different ways. We can say, oh, extroverts are immunocompromised. <laughs> we don't want to do that. What we want to do is talk about this in terms of efficiencies. And I think if you, if you talk about it in terms of efficiencies yeah. and you make it not a, not a, not a passive thing, not a like, we don't want to go back to work, but to say, you know, there's a certain percentage of us that are just going to work more efficiently from home. That is going to re- that is going to cut costs I from see. the bottom line. I see. That is going. This is to not going to affect you. You you go on with your bad self onion rings. I'm going to be back here doing the actual work quietly. Shh. Right here reduce, in my home. Reduce, reuse, recycle. I'm going to be listening for the yes. I'm going to be listening for the aminals. And you know what? I'm yeah. going to mute your call. When I say mute your call, I'm going to say you you will never know that I wasn't there. You're never going to know I wasn't there. There's and no that's way to the find thing. out. And this is what's weird about it, because what makes this period so great for introverts is that extroverts are being punished. 
And what's I think what makes life so great for extroverts is that every time they have one of those all-hands meetings and they look around the room and all the people in the T-shirts where a wolf is howling at the moon look miserable and don't want to be there, the extroverts are like, ha, 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 ha. You know, like the, all these tech dudes have to be here because it's a meeting and I'm in charge. Like there is an introvert-extrovert war happening in life all the time where the where the greatest thing for us is that the other side be punished. Oh, oh my but God, if so the, true. Oh. If the extroverts just have their world and they can punish the slightly less extroverted people that are there with them and the introverts are having their little world and there's 30% less traffic, 30% less pollution, 30%. And then we start addressing the fact that with the 30% of introverts out of the equation, a lot of the jobs, a lot of the like jobs that used to seem necessary aren't now. And so there's gonna, the economy is going to change. You know, there's not going to be as much opportunity to just there can't there can't be as much well you're also talking about something where i feel like you're saying that the the gravity of this is going to change uh it's going to change a lot of defaults there's a lot of defaults that we've been living with for a pretty long time and those defaults are really no longer sustainable and some of it really really super sucks i've for the first time in years and years and years i wish i could just go get sushi for lunch you know what i mean just like go in have a sake have a sushi you know, and, and just chill on. I, I absolutely miss that. I am setting aside sushi. some, huh? I have two sushis. I could have two sushis, one sake. I don't want to have too much mm-hmm. sake because it'll make me take a nap. But, no, uh, right. but no, I really, I really super do want that. But, and you know what I mean about defaults though? Like there's so many defaults where the extra extrovert maximalist extrovert, uh, default it just, just trounces everything. Yes. Like, even if it's just we're going out for drinks, you're coming with us. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm going to go. I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch so much unorthodox tonight or whatever. And this is the thing. The, the, the default is extroverted in every case. Totally. It never occurred to me till now. You're absolutely right. And they have never been given, as with so much privilege, they've never been given much reason to interrogate how Why much their they? extroversion. St- it would not be in their makeup is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. The problem, and this is this is the thing about any any minority population is hyper conscious of the majority population. They must and be. Every it must be, and every majority population is almost completely unconscious of the minority populations unless it is brought right to their attention. There's an ad you might have even had. Well, actually, I think you're not Max Funding anymore, but Max Fun podcasts sometimes have a you know they do the spots where they promote another show, and okay. there's this wonderful spot I hear sometimes on uh, the Max Fun shows, and it, I've never heard the actual program, but I love what this woman said. This is African American woman, and she says uh, that her friends ask her why everything with her is always about race. And she says, that's because everything is about race. (laughs) And it's like, I was like, God, that's, you know, that's so good. And it's really so true. It's like when you're in the, any given minority, especially a minority that's not like a one percentage minority, you are, you have to see, you have to, uh, to use a, uh, an old term, you have to situate yourself uh, Mm. as against this hegemonic, Talk about a snowball. Like, whoever is winning in that, let's race is one example. You can't help but go, yes, this is all about race, or this is all about, you know, economics, or this is all about employment, or this is all, it's all about all of those things. If you're in the minority, you have to sweat all those. 
it's not even that you're situating it. It's just pre-situated for you, right? I mean, situated. Mm-hmm. And the, and and what what what's true of introverts and introversion goes across all other lines is that this the you know the reason I talk about it so much the reason it was such a revolution for me in my mind the reason it's such a revolution for you and for a lot of people was that I spent decades just feeling like I sucked or I was I just couldn't get on well at least the, that you're disappointing and lazy disappointing and lazy but just can't get with the program. Mm-hmm. Just get with the program. Why can't oh, you get with the on, program? Man. Go along, get along. Get with the program. And realizing that, that you know, like, uh, the majority population can become aware of the minority population if the minority population puts themselves in front of the majority population and says, we are here. And introverts don't want to do that. <laughs> it's it's Again, it's the opposite of what we want. You know, we don't want to be... We don't want to stand athwart anybody. We want just to be acknowledged that we exist and left alone. Mm-hmm. And, and extroverts are never going to do it. They're not going to do it on their own. And we're not going to make them. But this is our moment, right? And and the difference we can make here in terms of just redrawing the the, the social order and saying because there's never been a time in all of human history where the introverts were a self-aware as a class of people b had the resources of communication to ha- to to establish a common cause that's huge that is huge and if you're nomadic if you're like a nomadic uh, keep to yourself family and you're just going wherever the milk is you know what i'm saying it, but right, you don't but, but you don't have twitter and slack you know what I'm saying? Even if you're in, even if you're in New York in 1950, New York City, like New York City, but like, <laughs> like introverts, introverts can't organize because yeah. at the end of the day, if somebody like says we need to like we should get together and and make some signs and go protest, oh, the introverts yeah, are, no, they all are like no. out the back oh, door. You God, know, that sounds exhausting. But also, we are living in a time when the introverts, to some degree, are driving the economy, at least the white-collar economy. Whoa. Right? It yeah. is the designers. It is the programmers. It is the, you know, ma- 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 people. Uh, making techs and, and tech and makes. Tech and makes, but also mm. podcasters. I mean, there's so many jobs you, now. You, can I give you an angle? I don't mean to interrupt you, but I want to give you an go, angle go, on go, this go, to think go. about. It. I'm going to go, 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 go. Here's my, here's my angle on this. I'm just thinking about. I'm just yeah. I'm asking the question, okay? Think it out loud. Okay, okay. Um, how can I put this? Um, what, what if we looked at this from, from a slightly different angle? And again, forgive me, I'm, I'm setting aside the grave economic impact, but I think the, the grave economic impact can really that's what'll kill our, the 30 percent is the like oh because economy type stuff but let yeah, me give you this angle um platforms and performance um i think one thing that i feel like you're describing and something that i'm feeling anyway is that sometimes you get like the alpha extroverts let's say in the office or you know on yeah. the team or in the band or whatever it is you get an alpha ext- extrovert and um it's so important that they find the right platform for their performance, whether that's a performance of wealth or of status or of conviviality or whatever it is like they will, there's not enough oxygen in the world to feed all of their need for performance. 
That's what a lot right. of it is, is I need somebody to see me doing my thing. And if your yes. thing is, you say, uh, you know, where are we with that Marv during meetings? If that's your role and you don't have a Marv to talk to, you've been denied your platform and your chance to perform. What I'm tossing mm-hmm. out to you, the mm-hmm. angle I'm offering here is setting aside the grave economic impact. Uh, what what if <laughs> people and <laughs> what if people are finding adopting new platforms and opportunities for performance that don't require in person or even one on one type stuff right like so like for example like i used to be when i would evaluate whether i wanted to do a talk or a, a call or a whatever i would always try to evaluate like there's so much that i can do in the job that i have which is somewhere between a performer and educator and a clown i i do need to have a platform where i can perform those things all the time that i spend doing that one on one with one person Oh, Jiminy, I need to be really parsimonious about how many one-on-ones I do in a given week. Because all the time I'm doing one-on-one, I'm not doing one-on-many. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've had platforms and opportunities to perform in, it's in such a way that this is not disruptive, uh, setting aside the grave economic impact. <sighs> do you follow, though? Like, yeah. the thing is, like, if, if your performance is, I go to Stumblers 2, still stumbling every night mm-hmm, and I have to get my mm-hmm. drink on and I go up mm-hmm. and I don't know, maybe I do a karaoke and islands in the stream type thing. If mm-hmm, you're denied mm-hmm. that platform and performance, that's when you become the sort of person who puts on your MAGA hat and protests. Cause now right. there's a, there's a meta performance there, which is that I am not only performing my need to be seen by you, but I'm performing as this sort of extroverted character that Mr. Trump, sir would really enjoy seeing on TV. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's their their performance is and their platform is is that protest. So it's yes. it really serves. It's a four quadrant cock up that they can get out there where all these people are still so sick. Anyway, you, do you see where I'm going with the angle? Yes. Yeah, so there are two there are two things that uh, that, that this uh, uh, inspires me to resp- uh, respond two different ways. I'm one, so glad. <laughs> one, the problem for a lot of extroverts and performance people, like you're saying, is that the internet, although it's not a meritocracy, uh, one of the reasons the internet is so toxic is that the internet itself does not actually reward the loudest person. And so what you get is a lot of people on, let's just use Twitter as a, as a, as an example, you get a lot of people who are super mad that they don't have more followers. And they are in there. They're saying shitty things to people every day. They're trying to get attention. Mm -hmm. They are the people that if we were in a bar, they would be dominating the conversation. Mm -hmm. They're they're the ones you would need to, to, they would be the reason why you have to talk louder just to conduct a normal conversation because they're drowning you out with their extroversion. And so if there were, let's say five people from work, and the smartest one was an introvert, and the dumbest one was a was an alpha extrovert. All five people from work would sit there listening to the dumbest one yeah. the whole time, yeah. and they'd go home from the bar and they'd be like, "Well, that sucked." But on Twitter, <laughs> the smartest one from off the office has fifteen thousand followers, and the dumbest one, the loudest one, has twenty two followers. Does he tweet a lot about sports, John? 
He tweets a lot about how... I'm going to tell you uh, this, John. Here's a tip. Watch out for guys. Watch out. And I'm sorry. I know this makes people angry, but I'm, I'm an introvert. You know, yeah. watch out for guys that are wearing a necktie in their profile pic. Really? What, oh, not dear. always. Not always. Watch out right. for that. Right? <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to get into a thing here, but a lot of times I click through on the dinglings. And there may not be that, but it's usually a guy talking about a regional sports team also. Watch mm. out for regional sportsmen. But this is why this is why Twitter sucks because those <laughs> those those loud one of the reasons. One of the There's reasons. a lot of those loud people who are used to in the world getting that you know they walk around the world and here's what they think they're hilarious everybody loves them people love they're me. fucking funny oh and they're smart God. they know all about shit and my frat brothers fuck? say i should go into stand-up and so twitter for them and social media seems like and the and you see this bitterness all the time it seems like this place where it's an inside club and people only meh, 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 they follow each other and they don't Rare. they don't recognize blue checks yeah so those people are just extroverts that are used to bullying everybody into listening to them, but they think it's because they're funny. So, and then, and the guy that's sitting, you know, the, the, the like hilarious gal that works in tech support, who's got, who's got, you know, 20,000 people following her on Twitter, but at the office, she's not, uh, nobody really, she's, she's not like head of sales, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, so that dynamic, right? I think you're absolutely right that those performance bros and 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 ultra extroverts, they need attention. It's just it's just who they are. They just need attention. And they are and they're hurt and betrayed and and ultimately angry when they don't get attention. Yes. Because and, and like anybody who's accustomed to always just naturally being in power, the idea that they shouldn't always be in power, just the idea is very disruptive and upsetting. But this isn't even about this isn't even about power. It's not all white men. There are plenty of like, you know, yeah, yeah, black yeah. lady extroverts who are just as much of a fucking, you know, like energy suck in a group of five people. It's just people that think that they're the funniest person in the room. Yeah. Yeah. So if we if the introverts leave and the extroverts are left to themselves <laughs> this has been my experience at least in dealing with introverts which is that if you put five introverts in a room the most introverted one will gradually now bear with me okay will gradually convert the least introverted person in the room hmm. into a proxy extrovert. Hmm. Because the most introverted person in the room will be so like intractable that an otherwise introverted person will start to say like, well, I mean, come on, can we at least, like, is, is this the we, way that a Los Angeles five becomes like a Tulsa nine? Hmm. No, in the sense yes. that. Well, oh, yeah, 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 exactly that. Right. And I think it's true of extroverts, too. If you have five extroverts, the least extroverted person will start to seem like an introvert. It's a sliding index. It's a sliding index. Okay. So if the, if the introverts self-select out of this. The extroverts in the world will have no shortage of introverts. 
they'll just be what we would have thought of as extroverts. If you don't like know who the, the extrovert in the room is, it might be you. It might be you. Here's your if you song. don't know who, mm-hmm. if you don't know who, and that's that. You know, that's people like you and me, right? Who are in yeah. this, yeah, this we're in intermediate the space. thing, where it's like, okay, I can go, I can do it, I can do like five hours of social. Are we polyverts? Are we polyverts? I don't. I mean, no, because. Okay. Because I always want to go back to. Them, I need to right? land on introvert. I can I can perform extrovert, and just because I talk a lot doesn't make me an extrovert. That's, that's certainly part of it. it. Doesn't hurt, but right. the but the the um the I have that moment where I'm like Ultraman, and my little light starts blinking, and I'm like, well, I need to start getting ready for the time where I just go look at my phone and don't talk to anybody for a while. But let me ask you this. Yes. In any, yes, you there, in any situation where you are out doing a thing, would you not rather not be there? Mm-hmm. I would always rather right. not be there. Right. So that's the difference, right? I mean, we can go do it. And the thing is, your comic Because you got to go do it. In the before times, you had to go do it. You've got to. Right? Oh, come I mean, on, just one. Somebody asked, somebody asked me the other day. Don't take care you, of yourself. Come out and be with us. Watch me. What are you going to miss, they said. What are you and miss? I was like, I mean, actually, what am I going to miss? I miss travel. I miss going to Max MaxFunCon. You know, I'm, yeah. I would be in Alaska right now at this thing. You didn't get I'd to go to Japan. I didn't go to, to go to Japan. I we didn't, didn't get, get to, to go, go to, to Disneyland. We didn't. We didn't. Like, we had all, all kinds of. We had all kinds of sunk money in 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 a whole program where we planned out a trip, and trips caused me anxiety, and and yep. and we had it all planned out, and I was I was pumping myself up about. It. I've never been so excited for a planned, let's say it, vacation. A vacation. And now, like, I would just love to go. I would just love to go anywhere right now. But I also like not going places a lot. Well, that. What, this has been the crazy thing for me, right? Max Fun got canceled. Oh, My man. war college thing, which I've been looking forward to for four years, got canceled. I didn't get to go to Alaska on an all-expenses-paid trip. Oh. I didn't go to Japan. And yet, oh. when I search my feelings... Yep. Merlin? Because this is the first time that you've been allowed to really look at that. And also, shh, quiet, there's borbs. Listen for the borbs. If you If you just listen for the rustle... In the hedgerow, you will yes. find your you will find your true heart. Your true heart has been yelled down by the person who regards themselves as funny. Yes, I don't want. I never want to see that person again. No, but also, I hate it when I have to go to other people's things and I meet those people. It's yeah. the worst. It's like the people who respond to your tweets with their own joke, and you're like, "Don't do that. Don't bring your own joke. I already made the joke. You don't need to tell me what the joke was. Don't do that." And that's your life when you're you know a lot of the time when you're an introvert. Or whatever somebody, I am. I need a better Somebody D- DM'd me uh, on Instagram not that long ago, and they were like, we should hang out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, probably uh, that's the... I mean, it's really weird that you, as a total stranger, would think that you're going to get anything out of me from that. But I'll let's entertain this moment um, where I just, you know, like, I, I don't want to, like... I, I'm just... I'm, uh, I went along. I went along for for. Um, you're, the, you're doing the, what's called the Seattle Freeze. What's it called? No, I was just doing the Seattle Freeze is what it's called. But I was doing the. You just DM me out of nowhere and said that you think we should hang out. Mm-hmm. I I get it. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Um. And I'm not gonna like block you instantly. I guess was it was the extent to my uh, playing along, and it followed that inevitable course. And I'm sure you've seen this before, where they were like, "Well, you know, how come you didn't like ask me a question? Why don't you?" 
And I was like, I'm not, I don't, I have no question for you. I'm not, I'm not interested in. Well, and, and John, you. this is, I feel like this is something that we both do in one form or another. And it's become a really important move for me in the last 15 years, which is that I, I'm not, I'm not responding to what it is that you have to say here because I object to the form of your question. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the premise, the premise of your question is unacceptable to me. And so I return no. Yeah. No, em- empty right. set. N-A-N. Nothing. And I got, I got, uh, I got a, a, you know, like a string of like four super angry DMs from this person. Of course like, you well, did. You, you know, fine then. I guess, you know, you, it's your loss that you don't. And I was like, wow. Whoa, wow. You chose well. Is, you definitely chose I well. Would, I would say that this person was, was bonkers, except this has happened 15 times over because the, nobody, you know, and over the last they time. think they're the normal one they think that's normal to do with a stranger this is the first yeah. thing you ever say to a stranger is something this weird oh my gosh well, because you know because they listen to you on the show and they think like you well, we would I, be yeah. we would be best friends i, we would I, be I best get friends that i get that if only i believe merlin and i, I don't know how to do this i don't know how to really because this is the problem with the rent strike, right? This is a perfect moment for for a rent strike. But there is no unifying voice nationally or even in in our cities uh, that can really get it going. Like I see I see attempts. I see people like, look, if everyone that can't pay rent doesn't pay rent, yeah. for a month, for two months, for three months, um, there's no way they can come after you, right? If everybody stopped paying their mortgages all Oh, at once. it's I, I'm Spartacus. But they, but, but the, right, the everybody stands is up is, and says, no, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. If right. everybody rent strikes, you're, you're all Spartacus. Yeah. I'm the Batman. No, I'm the Batman. Oh, uh, I'm not wearing hockey pads. Yeah. If, 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 but the, the, the problem is there is no unity on the left, there's a lot of unity on the right in a crazy way, but there's no unity on the left. So nobody can call for a rent strike because nobody's got that many followers, <laughs> right? Everybody's just mad at each other. Yeah. And so there is no, there's no Hoffa. There's no, you know, there isn't a, there's not a central figure. Oh, I see. I see. There's, there's not, there's not like an AFL CIO of introverts. Right. There's no central figure. It's mm-hmm. by definition. <gasps> you in, couldn't be a central figure because then you'd be on the other side. Thank you. Whoa. How are you going to be a central figure of an introvert? You're going to want to leave. You're going to want to leave the meeting. Of course you leave the meeting. Oh, my God. Why is there even a meeting? A meeting of introverts? That's like uh, <laughs> military intelligence. Am I right? <laughs> but when those, when the CEOs who are largely alpha extroverts oh, send yeah. out that email saying, we're opening back up mm-hmm. and everybody be at work on Monday, if the you know, if the 15 introverts at that company who have been loving working at home and cranking out stuff, mm-hmm. doing the real work, doing the real work, if they say, nah, Mm-mm. we're not coming back. Rent strike. Shh, it's a rent strike. It's an introvert rent strike. It's an introvert rent strike. Oh, we're not shit, coming back. Dog. Yes. There just needs to be, you know, there needs to be enough unity mm-hmm. that it all happens at once. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the extroverts can't just say, we're turning the lights back on. They can't write it off as a bunch of outlier malcontents. They can't write it off as like the two guys in, in you know, in IT. The two IT guys, yeah. Who, who just don't want to come to work. The guys who don't let you touch their dolls. Yeah. 
and the thing you know the thing about uh the thing about my uh my baby mama here yeah she's like uh she's a vice president at her company she's a very you know she's like socially adapted mm-hmm. and so it's not just the tech people it's not just the tech bros that's what that's where the 30 percent comes in because she doesn't have to go to work anymore if she doesn't want to right the introverts are, have not been counted in a lot of censuses Right. The numbers the numbers are not well known for many reasons. The number of you're saying thirty percent, however many percent, we don't even know. We we lack this has been a very important concept to me. My friend uh, Don Schaffner has shown me this concept in the last month. I think about it a lot. The the uh, the numerator is only useful insofar as we know what the denominator is. And the denominator, if the denominator is like we don't know how many people have been tested for COVID, then then the numerator is not incredibly useful. What I hear you saying is we don't know what percent of introverts there are because we would need to know the denominator, and denominators are a basically extrovert function. I don't know if that makes any sense. It absolutely does, and it's absolutely true. Uh, hard to count. It's impossible to count, oh, except God. it's a. Except How does it happen? How does it happen? How do you? How do you have a, a, a headless uh, leader? How organization? How, how's this going to happen, John? Because I feel like connecting it to. In the past, it would have been thought of, and I think introverts would have thought this themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to go to work. God, I don't mm-hmm. like it. It's just, uh, I, I just hate it. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. there is a righteous path, right? Now we can stand up proud and say, I am not coming back to work. Mm-hmm. Coming back to work is polluting. It is. I will not feel uh, shame. I will not feel shame for this. I will not feel shame. Coming back to work is inefficient. Mm-hmm. Coming back to work is dangerous. Dangerous to our collective health. Mm-hmm. And I this, this is going to hurt my me. This is going to hurt my Mima. Even though Mima is not here. My Mima. Mm-hmm. Je refuse. Je refuse. I will not I will not return. We will not return. And so the only people that are like, well, I need to come back. Yeah, where's my performance? Where's my platform? Where's my Mylar balloons? I'll wear a mask. There probably isn't even a disease at all. Uh, Those people, let them go. God, you, them you go. just go. We're going to social distance. Italy's going to let people go to the beach, but they're going to have plastic partitions like they're in a recording booth. People are yeah, dying so for their platform. Literally. I have no problem social distancing. From people that are at work, because let them be there. I, mm-hmm. I'm already socially distanced from them. I just want also the people close to me to socially distance from them. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's easy, that's easier than it looks. Mm. We just need to. We need some kind of don't tread on me flag. Oh, and then you don't fly it because that's what an introvert would do. But I don't want to make exactly. a big show out of it. Yeah. The don't tread on me flag is already over there with the Confederate flag. It's a little bit played. Can, can I give you, we need, we need to, we need to do our, our big bounce now. I want to give you three uh, uh, fast facts. Give me three fast facts. Uh, number one is Hitler's birthday. Um, number two, oil is now down to negative $37 a barrel. <laughs> negative $37 per barrel, which is an interesting number for oil to cost. So yeah. if you have oil, you're losing money. Um, third well, thing. Does that mean if I don't buy oil, they owe me $37 a barrel? It sounds like an MLM. The only way to make money is to make money. Right. We were watching, as you may have uh, guessed from my intimation, we've, we've run through many, many, many viewings of Tiger King. It's just become our default program. Don't email me. Um, but I said, I said, I said to, my, uh, to, my, uh, to my wife, I says, uh, you think Junior over here might like making a murder? And she's like, I bet she'd like making a murder. If she, you know. Because, you know, the secret of making a murder is you get through a completely bananas first episode only to realize that 
that first episode is just what sets you up. That incredibly insane episode just sets you up for how much crazier it gets. You need to know how we got to where this was. But, you know, you look at the Averys, and the Averys got that, uh, they got a salvage yard, a junkyard. They're the outsiders in town. Something just really, in a way that it didn't land on me four and a half years ago when we first watched this. Have you, have you seen the program? No. If, or, or, do you know what it's about? It's, it's about a, it's about a, uh, it's about a guy with the tigers. This is different. A, so now, I'm talking, now I'm talking about making a murderer. Oh no, I haven't seen. Which that is yet. a pretty big deal when it came out a few years ago. It's I, I would recommend it. I think you'd enjoy it. It's 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 pretty smart, very well told. Anyway, but these guys, uh, this family that's so controversial in this, they um they have uh, like a salvage yard, a junkyard, and I'm just just to give you uh, a sense of how my lenses have adjusted in those four and a half years. They do these probably drone shots, might be helicopter, but probably drone shots, and. So just imagine in um, Manitowoc, I never know how to pronounce it. I've been seeing it on ice machines for years, and I still don't know how to say it. Manitowoc, um, Wisconsin. Drone shots of just endless, it's almost like if you've ever been to Arlington, what the graves look like. Imagine that, but with very old automobiles. What is a salvage yard? A salvage yard is a place where if your car is totaled, it goes to the quote-unquote junkyard. Why do we have junkyards? Is that a place where they go and sleep and nap? No. The idea of a junkyard, as we know from Slacker, is that you go and you find parts for your probably old automobile. You're with me so far? Yes. Yes. I love junkyards. It only just really landed on me four and a half years after first watching this, the idea of having that much land to just store old inefficient car parts that somebody would use to to keep their old inefficient car running and it, for some reason it just landed so heavy on me last night not in a sad way but in a like what in the fuck you you can't just go start a junkyard today i feel like that's the kind of perception change we're going to be seeing more of is the how did we do this for so long how did we have so much land taken up with junked cars in rows. And I know there's, there's reasons for it at a time when you could go and I could, you know, fix up my VW. Yeah, you would go and, you know, get it, get it, get apart. But like, yeah. I feel like that's the kind of thing, setting aside Hitler and oil, that's the kind of thing that is going to keep landing on me for, I think, weeks and months is the like, how was it always this normal to do this kind of insane thing? And I think what's, I think what's, a, what's important is, and I, I don't know what it is about us now. In a way, I guess it's 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 future looking versus past looking. Maybe hmm. that that it's never been like this, and and for us to look to because uh, I do this right, you look back and you think it's been so busted for so long. Yeah, but really, it doesn't matter. What matters is we are here now. And the conditions are as they are now for the first time, the first time ever. It's never been like this before. And there's never been less of a need for junkyards than there has been now. Right. And so rather but, than... But it's already there. Be a big hassle right. to get rid of all those cars. But rather than worry about why we've had them for the last 20 years, it's just that, you know, and there are fewer junkyards now than ever before. Because modern cars don't get junked. You've you got a computer and, uh, and an oil pump, and you can't do the stuff you used to do. No, you can't do anything. With, you know, the cars now, they just Not go oil right pump. into What's the it called? What's the thing? Uh, fuel injection. Fuel injection like the fuel injection plus computers means there's not nearly as many uh, home serviceable parts on a car. Nobody's, right? nobody's wrenching on their cars anymore, mm-hmm. no, unless they're, unless they're building an old car. 
if you go to a junkyard now, it's really sad. And then you, junkyards when I was a teenager mm-hmm. used to be so exciting. They were yeah. full of people picking out little bits for their car that they were trying you to could, keep. You could keep your Dodge Swinger running for years in one of those things. That's right. But this is true of graveyards, too. I mean, if you think yeah. about the amount of land just in Brooklyn that's the taken up The fact that we graveyards. only do a one-person deep. I know, <laughs> and I actually bury why. people at all. You know why? Because you're servicing, you're servicing big head, big big, uh, big headstone, big headstone. Mm-hmm. We should take all those headstones. Yes. We should build one big building out of them, a ziggurat. Oh, and we should we should take all the bodies and feed them to the fish. Okay, and then build a ziggurat of headstones mm. where uh, where we climb to the top and, and uh, do like the stations of the cross, except they're not about a cross. No. They're the stations of the flat circle. We okay. do the stations of the flat circle. Oh, I'm loving this. We get to the top. This very much feels like an adjunct to Super Train to me. Yep. And then there's a big slide all the way to the bottom. Oh, that sounds slide, fun. I would enjoy that. And this is the thing. As you climb the ziggurat, yeah. you, you increasingly feel the weight of the world all of the you 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 do all the penance you do all the sorrow. Oh, the air gets walk, thinner, but it's existence that you're, that you're you getting less a, of across the gravestones of all of our forefathers and foremothers. You 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 take upon yourself all of their uh, all of their struggles, and then as you slide down the slide, you leave it all behind, so that by the time you get to the bottom, hmm. the all of the weight of the world has been lifted. You you're just resolved. slide you're away. You, you slid the you ziggurat. You just slide the ziggurat. Ugh. You just slide right out. You slide out, and then you're reborn, Merlin. You slide right out, and at the bottom, there's an aperture, yeah. and you slide through it, and then you're reborn. <laughs> you pass through the birth canal of the ziggurat slide? You pass. You slide out the birth canal of the ziggurat, and you are reborn, and you can do it as many times as you want. You can do it 50 times a day if you want. Oh, that's a lot of exercise. And then all that all that cemetery uh-huh. space, it's all you know. You turn it into a big party. Yeah, does anybody bring a mylar balloons? Are they bringing mylar balloons? Probably not. Just climb the ziggurat well, and slide. Mylar balloon people aren't climbing any ziggurats. That's not yeah. their trip. You think they're still buying mylar balloons, but just keeping them at home? Oh, for sure. The mylar, but the mylar balloon industry is going to. I'm. I should put money into it right now because when <laughs> get the, your money when, out of oil and into mylar. <laughs> Because when the yeah. when the quarantines are finally lifted for uh-huh. the first time, right? Oh, yeah. This is before the second wave of mass death. Sure. For the first time. Oh my God! They're, you're right. There's the pent up demand for mylar balloons on top of the yay offices open again. Mylar balloons. That's exactly right. Big every mylar. Other, every other desk is going to have a mylar balloon Ugh. bouquet that says "Welcome back." <laughs> And you're going to walk through, you're going to have to bat them to the side just to walk through any of these open plan offices. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. (laughs) 